this is Crystal if We Are Magic and this is another podcast episode. What we're going to discuss today is your people, your tribe, your sacred ones, the homies. So family is also not excluded in this, okay? Whoever your closest, bestest friends are, your inner circle, let's talk about them. Do I surround myself with people who lift me up? Okay. The people with whom we surround ourselves determine who we become. Does your tribe fill you up? Do they inspire you? Do they believe in you? Do they help you step into your greatest potential? Today's soul action. Make a desire list of the type of people with whom you wish to surround yourself and clarify If there is anyone in your life who no longer serves you, can you love them from a distance? It let me know in the comments what kind of shenanigans you're dealing with. I'll start. So I am recording this during we're in the shadow of Mercury retrograde. It's December 17th and Mercury is the time when we're supposed to slow down. We're supposed to be present. That's when electronics gets crazy. The communication goes so bad that friendships are, and, um, I'm that person. I am, I will cut you off. I will, I don't care what planet's going backwards. It's not really going backwards. That's impossible. What happens is. It slows down. The earth shoots past it a little bit. looks like it's going backwards, but it's not going backwards. So that's what it is. When Mercury retrograde happens, that's when, you know, contracts fail, cars break down, travel shit goes wrong. Um, Communication is the biggest thing for me. It's like the nastiness in people. It's disgusting. Oh, my God. You know, if there's any time I want to physically put my hands on people, it's during Mercury. And it's not because I'm doing anything because I've done the work to not deal with that shit. But it's just a disrespect for me. And I can ignore it to a point. A lot of times I'll go, okay, it's Mercury. They obviously don't know why they're acting this way. I mean, mean, shitty. Oh, it's just horrible. Well, that's when I block people. That's when, you know, if it gets too bad, we're not going to scapegoat Mercury. We're just not going to do it. We're not going to scapegoat the moon. We're not going to blame the moon while you're being an asshole. You know, we all have emotions and we, and you know, we ebb and flow with the universe. And of course the planets square up to us, conjunct us, you know, want to go toe to toe with us and does a plethora of things in our lives. It's no excuse for you to act out and possibly go to prison. So that's what being present is. That's when you really got to pick and choose your battles. You know, like, I ain't going to let no mother effing mess with me. Okay, fine. I ain't going to take no disrespect. Perfect. Don't. You don't have to take disrespect, but you don't have to catch a charge about it. Okay? That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm here. I get it. I get it. You know, I'll be ready to catch a charge too. You know, I'll catch a charge for my kids. I will catch a charge for my kids. Okay. So we're going to talk about this. Who do you surround yourself with? Are they lifting you up and not dragging you down? 
and you're like, Crystal, what do you mean by drag me down? You know, try to make you small, drag, drag you down to their level of insecurity and bitter bitch energy. And it is not male or female. You could be a bitter bitch as a man and a woman, period. You know what I'm talking about. I got fellas that follow me, you know, <laughs> what's up dog pal. So <laughs> I love my fellas. I love them. I got my babies or my babies. Um, but do they drag you down or are they lifting you up? Do they support you at your lowest moments? Or are they like, well, I told you, I told you that bitch wasn't shit. I told you he was going to hurt you. You don't ever listen to anything. I say. Are they those people? Are they those friends? You know, you don't need a, I told you soul friend. You don't need that. You know how many times I got to bite my tongue when I want to be like, because I've told a friend of a certain situation, I seen the ugly coming and they just didn't want to listen to anything I had to say. And then it happened. And the worst thing this person wants to hear because they're hurting is I told you so. That's ego. Cut that shit. Don't do that. Be a friend to your person when they're hurting. Doesn't matter how much you told them what they were doing was wrong. Doesn't fucking matter. At the time when they're hurting, they need you. Okay. When they say you were right and say, baby, that don't even matter right now. All matters is you healing. See, I do shadow work all the time. That's shadow work. Shadow work isn't always, ooh, isn't always that. Shadow work is therapy, okay? So do your people lift you up? Do they support you in all your endeavors, good, bad, or ugly? Do they support you? That's what you got to look at, okay? So. Does your tribe fill you up? You got to look at your besties. You got to look at them deep. Next time you're hanging out with the homies, observe. Observe the shenanigans, okay? Observe them. Be quiet. Be the quiet one. If you're the loud one, if you're the, look at me, I'm here, bitch. Uh, the party started. For about five minutes, don't do that, okay? Just observe how they are. Observe next time when you're around them if you feel better, after you leave and you're like what do you mean okay well energy vampires emotional vampires are real let's talk about it okay you may have some ops in your crew okay and a lot of energetic vampires and emotional vampires they don't we'll say e and e vampires okay we'll just cut it right now e and e vampires they don't even know they are most people don't know but the ones that do know, those, those are some dangerous They are dangerous. But fuck them, okay? Protect your energy. But for your friends, for the homies, when you hang around them, do they say things like, oh my God, I felt like shit until you came. Now I feel so much better. Which is fine that you filling them up. But when you leave them, are you depleted? That's the question. That's what we need to get to. That's what we need to talk about. Like, do you feel like you just got hit by a train? Do you feel like you've been in a marathon after you've left him? Do you feel like, man, I got to take a fucking nap or I got to take a long, hot bubble bath? Because what you're doing is literally your body is trying to find a way to release that energy that you sucked up. If you are, look up your human design. If you are a generator of any sort, you are a transmuter. If you're an empath, well, if you're an empath, you're a generator, period. But you literally feel people's energies. 
And as an empath, you are a natural transmuter, meaning you will pull in energy without meaning to and heal it for them. Now, are you healed from it? Well, of course you're not. Of course you're not healed because they never taught us how to do that. They transmutation, transmutation, but they've never taught us what the fuck does that mean? What is that? You know, so this is where your imagination comes in handy okay because they've taught us not to use our imagination either because you're all his mind okay as a man thinketh in his heart so is he let me rephrase that for today's time when you think it and you feel it with everything in you it becomes a fruition okay that's why i say hope and fear are the same thing you can hope something's going to happen or you can be afraid something's going to happen it's still a vibration. It's still an energy. It's an emotion. And the universe is like, they hope they don't get robbed. They're scared. They're feeling it. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> right? So the reason why I'm saying all this is when you leave them, do you feel like you have to just clean your whole vessel out? Like your whole essence? Like you just feel like, I am exhausted like I used to go hang out with my friends and then my by the time I got home I was bitter I was resentful I was angry I was exhausted you know and they would say the same thing oh my god crystal I feel so much better when I'm around you like I always feel this I just feel great and I did not feel great you know, I didn't know about transmutation. I didn't know about empath. I didn't know what a fucking empath was in the 90s. I never heard of anything like that. Um, I just, they didn't talk about energy back then. You know, it was just hell or heaven and God and devil, you know. So maybe they were talking, I'm sure they were talking about it, but not in my circle, my circle and where I was from. And, you know, might as well call West Virginia Bible Belt. It was that and that was it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I would be tired. I would be exhausted. I wouldn't feel good. Like it would suck so hard. And I didn't understand why. And so what happens is we become hermits and we don't want to be around anybody. And we don't want to deal with humans. That's why a lot of hermits love animals because animals get it. Animals, especially like dogs, cats, they have this like empaths and generators. I swear it's what they are. They could take the negativity from you and make you feel better. Isn't that beautiful? So yeah, that's why we'd rather, you know, hang out in the park with some animals and some squirrels than, than hang out with a bunch of people. Like, I just, does your tribe fill you up or do they empty you? Are you completely emptied by the time you leave these people? Are you just stuck in, oh my God, I cannot even. These are the questions you have to ask yourself because your life is important. And we have been played too long to tolerate disrespect and insecure people. And, you know, you'll change them and and you just stay with the same people and they're still stuck and they're being haters and they're not trying to change. So... And I'm like, well, you're a selfish bitch, Crystal. Well, I'm a happy selfish bitch because I don't have to tolerate miserable people. That doesn't make me more light because I'm tolerating horrific, horrible people who claim they're light. I'm don't, I don't have to do it. I won't do it. I don't, I've done it all my life. Like I said, I'm 
I knew I'd be that old bitch. I knew it. I knew I'd be that one that was going to be like, you know what? I don't give a shit what you think. Yeah, I was going to be that person. I knew I was going to be that person. Because when you've been through so much in your life, and then you get to a point of some peace in your life, you treasure it. And you should treasure yourself, your emotions, your opinions, your thoughts, your wisdom matters also. Not just everybody else's, okay? All right. I know, I'm kind of going in on it. I'm kind of going in. Sorry, guys. No, I'm not. All right, so do they inspire you? Does your tribe inspire you? Or do you worry about them? When you look at your friend group and your close people, are you like, those are my motherfuckers? That's the homies right there. I'm so proud. Like, we're the best, period. Like, I have the best friends. I, my best friend's better than yours. Like, you got to have that type of energy about it. So, are they that? Or are they just constantly in, well, you don't understand. You don't get it. Well, it's different. But, but... You know, it's always negating everything you say and no matter how much you try to build them up and lift them up, they are stuck in victim land and they want to be in victim land. They've built a home there, a condo there. They're doing rental properties now. Victim land is more fun. I know all about it because I used to be one forever. It's a crutch. It's like it's safe. It's it's another scapegoat is being a victim. I'm doing, I'm going to do a podcast about scapegoating, but do they inspire you to be better? That's what I'm getting at. Do they inspire you? Like, do you have a friend or a loved one where something happens, life throws something at them and instead of being a victim about it forever and, you know, taking up residence in victim land with that situation you see them rise above it and they use it to empower them even more that's hot that is hot and that's what you need you know you need to see someone I have several till recently but I have several where I've seen them go through pure hell and it didn't stop them of course they're hurt of course they've lost a lot but they push themselves and they don't give up. So by me seeing that, when I was wanting to give up, when I was very, very sick and the diagnosis was grim and my doctor was crying with me in the room and saying, you know, next step is hospice, you know, if you get sick again. And then I see my friend pushing past tragedy and just being, being a whole lioness. That's beautiful to me. That's that's like, what am I doing? Like, I can't give up. You know, my kids inspire me. My kids are not my broke best friends. They are gods on this planet, given to me as a gift to help me on this journey. And these boys, when I say they push themselves to the limit and then we reciprocate it. So they'll say things. Well, the reason why I don't give up mom is because I've witnessed you go through hell and you didn't give up. So you inspire me. So you see, that's the way it's, it's like an infinity thing. Like it's a constant ebb and flow. We're constantly pouring into each other. It's not always give, 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 take, take, take. You know, we're not pushing each other down. You know, my sons will never come to me and I go, oh, 
you ain't gonna be shit. You know, I ain't never told my son, you ain't shit just like your daddy. You ain't, you gonna, I've never done that. My oldest son, when he was like six years old, him and his best friends came to me and they said they were gonna start a rock band. And they said, he said, mommy, if we start a band, will you come to our concerts? Now, old school mom, like, boy, grow the fuck up. He's six, bitch. He don't have to fucking grow up. He's a kid. Anyway, I said, because, you know, I was abused by my dad, and, you know, so he would shot everything I said down. And he did. So, but what I said to my son and his best friends, I was like, fuck yeah, I'll be at your concerts. I'll be in the front row. I'll be at every concert ever. And they were so excited. And they were like, yeah, they were so happy. And that brought me joy. That's lifting you up. You tell your friends, I have a vision. I want to start my own business. I want to make fucking money. I want to get my future generations. It's so stable in a place where we are all winning. I want that so fucking much. And does your tribe go, yes, boo, we are here for it. We see it already or are they like, but can you really, you know, the taxes you're going to have to pay? Are you sure you could do something like that? You know, it don't even have to be a friend. A parent does shit like that. Like they do that, you know, because they're projecting their own insecurities onto you. And yet you can ignore it. Oh yeah, you could totally ignore it, but why put up with it, right? Like, ew. That's the stuff you want to look at. So the next time you're hanging out with the crew or anybody that you're close to, observe, observe them and notice if they are filling you up or lifting you up or inspiring you or dragging you down to their bullshit. Next one, do they believe in you? I want to start my own business. I want to work for myself. I see a future business and company. I see myself having millions of dollars. Do they believe in you? It doesn't matter if it's a far-fetched thing. It doesn't matter if it doesn't look like it's going to work out. Do they believe in you? That's all it fucking matters. Like, I need you to believe in me. I need you to know that what I am wanting for my life is really a desire. And I need you to back me up as my friend. Now, of course, we all have those friends that we also need that will tell you like it is. Not in a negative projecting shitty narcissistic way but in a loving sister slash brother way where they're like you they see you doing something very destructive and ridiculous and you need to be called out on your shit and they call you out on your shit that's perfect that's a good friend you know i'm not talking about those that's the person that's going to have your back that's the person that does see your greatness that's the person that knows that you're amazing and they know that you're destined for greatness. They know that you are capable of being the best. So do they believe in your dreams? Do they believe in your goals? Do they believe in you as a friend? Do they believe in your wisdom? Like when you offer guidance to them, do they shoot it down immediately? Do they not believe it? Do they not believe or value your advice and your wisdom. You really got to journal this stuff, guys. I'm telling you, this is journaling time. This is what we're going to be doing. Do they help you step into your greatest potential? My friends, 
especially two of them that I have very close. We've known each other since I was four years old. Okay. And no, it hasn't been perfect with us. The three amigos. It just has not. You're teenagers, you go through these little growing pains. You go through bullshit and breakups and just mess and girl shit. You know what I'm saying? But we overcame all that and we're sisters forever. And all of us have hard times where we vent. There's nothing wrong with venting. Just don't stay in that vibration because, again, that's victim mentality. You know, get it off your chest. You don't want to hold it like I do and get sick. Get it out. And then they build me up. They build me up so much that by the end of the conversation, I'm not crying anymore or I'm upset or angry anymore. And I feel amazing because they didn't suck my energy out. They didn't take it from me. They filled me up. They were like, girl, you fucking got this. And they just literally become life coaches to me. They just start, you know, boosting me up and reminding me what I've overcame and how this is small shit. And I'm gonna look back at this and be like, they're like, this is small. Like, girl, you're a badass. Like, quit playing. And um, they're right. They're absolutely right. And I appreciate them for that. So yeah, that's what we do. We build each other up. We boost each other up. We, cr- we let each other cry. We're all separated. Once in Virginia, once in West Virginia, I'm here in New York, but we're still there for one another. It's a beautiful thing. So yeah, they see potential in me. They see my vision. They believe in me. They know I'm not fucking playing around. They know when I started We Are Magic over two years ago, first time it happened, YouTube deleted them up channel because I said this they're playing us and we need to come together and quit letting them divide us they deleted my shit like because I only had like 25 subscribers so they're like bitch don't start your shit if you're so you know I had to wait to start dropping the downloads they seen it my sons believe in me my oldest son designed the we are magic thing and got merch for me at big cartel you can get some merch i have the coffee cups i have the book bag i have all the things you know help us out they believe in me and i appreciate that because if i see the vision and i see the future and i see where this is going and it's way bigger than me they see it too and that's beautiful and that's the way it's supposed to be that's a good tribe right there like i said not just your friends not just the homies your family, your circle, your tribe, the whole fucking tribe. Are they supporting you? Are they inspiring you? Are they lifting you up? Do they believe in your dreams? Do they fill you up and not empty your vessel? That type of stuff, okay? So yeah, this is where you have to journal and you have to go within and you have to really look at yourself. And that's why shadow work's so important because you'll go back all the way to childhood and you'll see where you were taught or programmed to tolerate abuse from everyone. Because, you know, that's what Jesus would do, right? And Jesus whipped motherfuckers and flipped tables over and called the religious people, the Pharisees, the snakes, and the hypocrites. I mean, just went the fuck off. They don't talk about that Jesus, do they? They only want you to, he's just love. He's just so love. He's just love. When Jesus was hanging out with people like us and was chilling and vibing and, you know, he's a whole mystic and magic and making mud and healing people, just doing awesome shit and said, everything I do, you can do and more. 
if you have the faith or the intent the size of a mustard seed. You got to believe in yourself. So they've programmed us not to believe in ourselves, to look outside of you while they know the truth. That's the only difference between us and them. They know the truth. Oh, they're reptilians. So are you. We're all aliens. We all have had several fucking lives. You know, we, we all have God DNA. We've been everywhere all at once. Okay. There's a multiverse. It's bigger than what you think it is. It's bigger than what I think it is. And we focus on scapegoating so goddamn hard. Stop blaming outside forces. They're humans at the end of the fucking day. They are humans doing fucked up shit and enslaving other humans so they can have money until they die. You think they're worried about karma? You think they're worried about going to hell? Come on, bruh. Wake up. I veered off. Here we go. Friends. Yeah, look at your tribe. <laughs> look at your tribe. So if there is someone in your tribe that is not serving your highest good or your light or they're not serving your purpose they are taking from you more than they're giving love them from a distance yes the next time because it won't be long they say some fucked up shit out their mouth or negate anything you're trying to say or project their bullshit and their insecurities on you that is your out stop tolerating that stuff that's poor shanquella girl I have a feeling they've been mean to her from the jump. Her paying for the whole trip. Her bringing her sorry ass friends down there. Watch a tribe. Because those were her closest friends. And they killed her and left her in Mexico and then lied to her parents. I mean, that's, that happens all the time. It happens all the time. So stop turning the other cheek. If you want to turn the other cheek, turn away from them. Take that beautiful vessel of you and turn the cheek away like, ew. Not turn the cheek like, here, fuck me up some more. Yeah, call me a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, just treat me worse. That's not spiritual. You're a punching bag. And that's what I was my entire life because I thought that's what God wanted. But if you say something mean about God, you know, he causes the ground to open up and swallow a whole damn tribe of people. So come on, or a family. <laughs> Old Testament. Got to read the whole Bible, guys. The whole Bible. And then the Lost Books. And Nagamani. And the Shepherd of Hermas. Just get to see her. Do it all. Okay? Don't just do what the Catholics told you to read. Read all of it. Okay? Because they constructed a book. So, you know, you might as well just go ahead and grab all the stuff. Really go within your friend group. Even family members. You don't have to cut family completely off. Unless it's necessary. Because I did it with my dad. Cut him completely off. Like I said, he was very abusive to me. I just wanted a dad. I just wanted him to love me. That's all. I just wanted a normal life. That's all a child wants. That's why I said your home life shouldn't be hell. My kids went through it with their stepdad. You know, we all walked on eggshells. So I put them through the same perpetual generational bullshit cycle. And they cut him off. You know, he disrespected them one last time. And that was the last time. I cut my dad off. He was um, in Kansas. He had hurt himself. He wasn't taking his medicine. And they found him. And I was going to bring him back to my home in West Virginia and take care of him and let him just be safe in my home and let him, you know, die there. 
mean, he still had his wits about him, you know, he's still my dad. And even though he had put me through hell and lied on me and did all these fucked up things, I was still going to take care of this man. He told Adult Protection Services to not let me take him because I was going to take his money. So you know where he ended up? In the fucking nursing home. And then he tells my mom, he's dead by the way. And then he tells my mom, oh, well, so Crystal, I'm sorry. And she can come get me now. And mom was like, oh, no, absolutely not. She was coming to take care of you. She wasn't going to take your money. She's going to let you live at her house for free. And now you're in the nursing home. See? <laughs> but yeah, when he did that, I was 10 years old all over again. I went to PTSD mode. When he did, I was devastated. I was like, oh my God, like he cannot be, he doesn't know how to not be evil. Even in his fucking seventies, he's still mean to me, right? Look, I sound like a victim. No, that was me getting my power back. I was just like, I, I had a come to Jesus moment. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I opened my home up to this motherfucker. My youngest son was terrified. He didn't want him there because he had found out what happened to me as a kid. So he's like, why are you even doing this? Like, ew. Ooh, my husband at the time was not happy about it, but I just felt like it was an act of service. Like I got, I can't leave him out there in Kansas, let him die alone. That's fucked up. I mean, I know he did some fucked up shit to me, but you know, at least God will appreciate it. And then he pulled that shit. So anyway, God kind of saved me. You can cut him off. And I did. And, uh, he told me before we fell out that he had life insurance and what his wishes were. And he wanted to be cremated and he wanted me to take his ashes to pour him at his fishing spot his favorite fishing spot on the elk river in west virginia well he let go of his life insurance so guess what then he tried to stick me with the bill after he died i was like they can have him in kansas since you want to tell aps that i'm a horrible person they can have yes so yeah i left him there now my family was not happy with me about that but they didn't live my life from beginning to end with him Absolutely not. No, 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 no. You want him that bad, you go get him. I'm not getting him. That is taking your power. It doesn't matter if they're your mommy or your daddy. It doesn't fucking matter. All it matters is how do you feel? Are you okay? Are you tired of being the punching bag for your fucking family? Are you tired of being the peacemaker? Are you tired? Cut them off. They'll miss you. They'll need you before you need them. I promise you. They will need you before you need them. I have learned throughout my life. Once you hurt me enough, you no longer exist to me. Dead ass. When I am done with you, I am so done. Like it's, of course it hurts me because I love hard. As a Scorpio, we love so fucking hard. Like we put a little stinger in you and we just hold on to claws. And like, You're mine. But once you hurt us to a point we're like, bruh, bye, you know, and it's over. We put the shell back on and we're like, Psh, peace. And we, we dip out. That's how you got to be. You know, you've got to set boundaries and deal breakers for you because you deserve it. Stop tolerating bullshit from hurt people. You are not here to save people. I've told y'all that before. 
I see these cute little light worker things all the time. You're light. Fuck that shit. Everybody is light. Everybody is source. Even assholes. Everybody is source having their own experience. So they may have came as a narcissistic piece of shit that's here to just torment people. They may be a non-playable character. Fucking trolls. Just miserable, bitter bitches. Let them be that. You worry about you. It's not selfish. Because if you love yourself properly, you will see the bullshit you will appreciate the love. You will appreciate the inspiration. You will appreciate the goodness of people because you love yourself and you won't feel bad about it when someone does something good for you because you deserve it. I still have a problem. If someone gives me a gift. I'm like, oh my God, you should have done that. Oh, don't do that. Don't give me money. Don't. No, thank you. Thank you for seeing me more than I need to see myself. Thank you for seeing the value in me. Start seeing the value in yourself. Okay. I love you. Sorry, I just, I just speak going off, don't I? God bless. All right, I love you. And remember, we are magic. We are one. Take care of yourself.